Australia. How are you going? How are you going? I hope you're all right. You better be. What is it? It's Monday, February 26, all day. Oh, geez, Mondays. Settle down there, Garfield. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website. It's called CodeBet. Uh, you can also see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA. The AFL Today show later this week. That'd be fun. What else? Fox Sports Lab NFL. I do lots of things. I'm here in Larryama Studios. You can be watching this on YouTube as well. That's fun. Uh, hanging out, giving you the lowdown, all things NBA. That's what we do. A little bit of Australia. What a weekend, though. Jeez. We had a fight. There's dudes punching on. Uh, fight night between the Heat and the Pelicans. Two teams. You're like, yes, there's got to be bad blood there. What? Anyway, uh, Suns-Lakers was very fun today, too. Lakers had a bit of a sook after that. The Clippers sort of stink. We'll talk about all that in weekend winners and losers. The Bucks keep rolling. Wemby had the 5x5. Five five. The Nets really stink. I mean, jeez. And Trey Young has been injured. So we'll talk all that out in the game wraps as well, the weekend winners and losers. We've got that Sunday night. Four, mate. No, mate. Spot on the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. We've got some Yanazi and public opinion of the day in our bag take. Yes. We were serving up a flame grilled take. Uh, there is an Andrew Gaze Grey Mum reward for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. And we'll pick and preview all the games tomorrow. There are some crackers. Today's games are really fun too. Just so. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Episode 1040 of NBA Australia. Jeez, that's a lot, Jim. Yeah, you're not wrong. Let's go! G'day, this is Andrew Gaze, and you're listening and watching NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better. How good is it hearing Gaze on that drop? Jeez, it's fun. Anyway, let's start today's show the way we start every show here. Oh, the what? The shack attack. That's right. Better watch out for the attack of uh, Najee Marshall if you're Jimmy Butler. Jeez, dude came out of nowhere. Trying to strangulate him. It's pretty funny. Pretty weird. It was a weird fight. Anyway, let's start there with the uh, daily... I believe it's called some sort of whip around, is it not? There you go. The daily whip around. Yeah, fight night. Back on Saturday. So watching a bunch of the uh, Saturday morning basketball with the squids. I actually went to the zoo on Saturday morning as well. Because it's sort of near the house. So you just wander off. Walk down there. We've got the uh, memberships. Thanks to uh, the grandma, thanks to the lovely mother-in-law. And uh, it's great. The baby, he's just like, oh, I know all these animals from my books. <laughs> he's just making noises. He's like, just like, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. I'm like, I got a monkey in the pram. It's good. And then the older one, Squid One, he's like, right, what could I beat in a fight? I'm like, all right, you need to settle down, Bill. <laughs> but they were feeding the lions. That was fun. And you're just like, yeah, there's nothing quite so terrifying as going, oh, geez, just imagine coming across that in the wild. Yeah, cooked, mate, cooked. The elephants were pretty gnarly. They got the baby elephants at Melbourne Zoo. Very fun. Uh, but anyway, squids had a great time. And then we managed to get home watching the back end of all the basketball, and there's like fights. And you're like, geez, what is happening? Pretty cool. Uh, but because of this fight where Najee Marshall, Najee just sort of came at Jimmy Butler, grabbed him by the throat, bit of to do, then you had Jose Alvarado, Grand Theft Alvarado, and Thomas, not Kobe Bryant, getting booted because they sort of got into it off the benches, which is fun. Uh, so, stemming from that, 
You had Jimmy Butler suspended a game. Not entirely sure what for. He sort of got like into a bit of a confrontation and then was kind of defending himself. Uh, Najee Marshall got one game, which I feel is weird because he grabbed Jimmy Butler by the throat. Uh, Jose Alvarado and Thomas Nokobe Bryant, both three games for leaving the bench. And Nikola Jovic, hello, okay, uh, Nikola Jokic from Wish, one game for leaving the bench too. Makes sense. Checks out, I guess. Why not? So, good times. Uh, it was a weird fight because it sort of kept spilling over. And you're like, hit him, do something. And then you realize it's the NBA. No one's going to punch anybody properly. But we'll have a lot of, hold me backs. Hold me back. I'm going to get you. That's like why it was so weird to see Najee Marshall actually get his hands around, hands around Jimmy Butler's throat. And it was at that moment, Jimmy Butler had a laugh. That's what you should do, kids. Laugh it off. Nice. Trey Young broke a fingy. Well, there's like a ruptured tendon in his like finger. So he's out a month. Uh, talk about a giant kick in the dick for the Atlanta Hawks chances. Jeez. That is absolutely brutal for the Hawks going uh, into the sort of last six weeks of the season, right? Because they are still right there. Like the Hawkeroos are in the 10 spot at the moment. The Nets have completely cratered. The Raptors are sitting there going, are we going to make the playoffs? I don't think we want to. And uh, the Hawks are just like, well, we were really good with that, Trey. Maybe this is just us kicking the tires on trading him this offseason. Uh, but it was very weird. And it's kind of sad because I think this was a really good setup, right, for the rest of the rest of the season, I guess, for the Hawks, to put something together where they could look vaguely coherent behind DeJunte and Trey. It's like, let's make it work, I guess. And then it's like, ah, oh, okay, well, we'll get Trey back with two weeks left in the season. We'll see how we go there. Uh, so it's a torn ligament in his left pinky finger. So... Not good, not good. But maybe Quinn Snyder has to, uh, you know, do a little bit more of the old Patty Thrills. Patty Mills, what do you reckon? Did he do it today? Quinn, what are you doing, mate? Get your head out your ass, because you didn't. He played against his old mate, Jingling Joe Ingles, and he didn't play Trey Young. Tra- uh, didn't play Patty. Killing me. Anyway, uh, so Trey Young being out is pretty big. Uh, not in the overall scheme of things, though, you know? It's big for the Hawks who are currently in 10th, which is, to be honest, pretty shit. And it's a shit year for a shit team. But feasibly, (laughs) they could have at least fought with the Bulls. Probably not up to the point of the magic because they're six and a half games behind them now. But, you know, they could have at least made a little bit of noise and put something together. Now it's just a big, big, big sort of another season of like, whatever. Just imagine if you had Luca. Just saying. And the last little bit of news, it was a very quiet, newsy weekend. Uh, we had Steve Kerr sign an extension for a uh, whopping $35 million, $17.5 million bucks per season. So his current deal was meant to be ending around now, end of this season. This one takes him through to the end of 25-26. Now, if you're Steve Kerr, <laughs> you're looking at this going, yeah... Steph will be good for another one, two, three years. Yeah, give me a two-year extension. (laughs) I like that. Uh, Also, Doc Rivers got back to Philly and got booed. That was pretty fun. 
Let's do some game wraps. Game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps. Throughout the game wraps from the weekend. Uh, so Saturday was Chockers. I mentioned this. Had a lot of weird back-to-back games and just a lot of weird games in general, right? So you had the Raptors beat the Hawks, 123-121. Uh, DeJunte was really good, 24-10-7, but uh, they were just too good and they sort of just, the Raptors held them off down the stretch. It was a really fun, weird game, that one, too. So huge win. I think IQ hit like six threes and had 24 points. It was awesome. Uh, and off they went. So they were, it was like a three-point game. And DeJunte sort of stepped out of bounds and was like, yeah, pack her up, boys. We're done here. But big win. Big win. I'll tell you that much are you. Uh, the Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers lost in Philly, 104-97. What are you doing, Cleveland? Cleveland. Seriously, no Donnie Mitchell, no Cavs. I was shattered. I'd bet on the uh, Cavs. They were one of my picks, obviously, on in Friday's show. And, geez, it uh, didn't go great. Uh, Maxie had 24. They were just... Way too good all game. The Cavs, I don't know, man. They look so much better with Mitchell rather than Garland. Trade Garland. Boom. Rockets beat the Suns. What? That's right. Jeez, Jim, will Houston play at home? Yes. 114-110. This turned into a free-through shooting competition down the stretch, and it sucked. Seriously, like the last minute of this game took forever. 114-110. The Suns just no Beal. Your margin for error gets very, very, very thin. They bounce back in a good way today, but geez, good win for the Rockets, I guess. But that's that season is cooked. The Clippers beat the Grizzlies one hundred one ninety five. I tipped the Grizzlies plus nine and a half. Uh, you could see exactly see why. Like the Clippers just play with their food all game and just sort of did enough to win. Triple J had twenty nine. Kawhi <laughs> had twenty four and eight. The Thunder shit pumped the Wizards one forty seven one hundred six. Thank you, Marvin Bagley. Uh, I may have had a bit of a coin riding on him for 15 points and 10 rebounds. He had 15 and 14. Love that bet. Uh, SGA, 37 and 9. He's awesome. The Heat beat the Pelicans in that fight-leading game, uh, 106-95. There was like the foul on Zion by Kevin Love that sort of led everybody into like getting into it. And you're like, oh, God. Zion was really good in this game. They 23-9 and 7. He was fantastic. Uh, but the Heat. This is why I tip them going into it. They're just a complete team, sort of even if they've got dudes getting kicked out. And you rattle the Pelicans and they fall apart. Every time. It's just what happens. Every bloody time. Uh, This was also a Pelicans squad, not well, without Spindles Ingram, uh, which sort of always seems to be the thing. The Pelicans have always got something going on, don't they? Someone's always hurt. Uh... The Bucks beat the Wolves in a really, really good game. The Wolves came flying back out of nowhere at the end, but they held them off. Giannis said 33-18. This is a big win. Milwaukee in Minnesota, 112-107. Ant-Man had a couple of weird moments where it's like, is this uh, is he throwing this game? What the fuck? Uh, but the Bucks, good stuff from Dame. You love to see it. Now the Bucks, just saying, they might pop up again later. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's because that was a good win. Uh, the Warriors held off the Hornets 97-84. Pods at 13-6-6. Great job. Just a gross game. The Nuggets, they beat the Blazers 127-112. Nicole Yarkachawa went 29-15-14. And uh, Wemby had the 5-5 five five in the Spurs loss to the Lakers. The Lakers! The Lakers! Took care of Wemby. 27-10-8, 5-5. Not bad, man. The ball drones at 37-9, though, so it was all good. 
Then it wasn't good for the Lakers, was it, today? Anyway, and then you had the weird three games on, well, our Sunday. The Magic got a game winner from Palabancaro with 0.9 of a second left. Uh, rattles it in. And the foul, 112-109, they beat the Pistons. Now, if you're seeing the oh, geez, Jim, it should have, they should have smashed the Pistons, you'd be right. Orlando, there's something wonky about that team. I don't know what's going on. Today was an absolute schmozzle. Yesterday was just gross. At least got one win out of it, though. Uh, the Celtics, that was a good win. 116-102, beat their bogey team, the New York Knickerbockers of New York City. We'll talk about that again in a second. Not exactly a bogey anymore, but Brunson was good, but Brown was better. 38 for Jalen Brown. Tatum was handy. The Extreme Zinger Meal. God, he's good. The Extreme Zinger Meal. He's like, what is in the past is in the past. It's like, oh, jeez. All right. I don't know what that accent was, but still. <laughs> what was in the past is in the past. That's better. Uh, <laughs> the Wolves ship up the Nets because the Nets are shit. 101.86. Just burn the Nets to the ground. As I've said before, moving to Seattle, no one in Brooklyn would give a fucking even notice. Uh, then today, the Bucks, as mentioned, big, 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 big win in Doc Rivers' return to Philly, 119.98. But this is a Philly team without anyone, uh, apart from Maxine, Tobias Harris, you know. Giannis had 30-12-9, not bloody bad. The Suns held off the Lakers, a really fun game, 123-113. Uh, Bowl Bowl's tearing it up at the moment, just saying. 28-7-12 and 12 for LeBron, not enough. Nurkic had 22 rebounds. Uh, the KD-LeBron stuff in this game, KD had 22 points, only shot 7-20. of 20. Booker had 21-3-9. It was just because, like, Royce O'Neal hit six threes and Grayson Allen hit six threes, and that's how he beat the Lakers. By hitting a million threes. <laughs> they didn't get to the line, the Lakers, and then they had a bitch and moan session about this after, which I'll get to in a second. But, yeah, good win for Phoenix. They desperately needed it too. The Lakers, oh, they can't afford to be losing any sort of uh, games like this in the race to the postseason because they look now, but they and the Warriors are in like a death roll match for the 9-10 seeds at the moment. Basically, they're both clear of Utah, no, hass- no hassles, but... You kind of want that first 9-10 postseason game to be a knockout at home, right? But, yeesh, not great. Not great, Bob. Not great. Anyway, uh, who else did we have? We had, so it was a good game. It was really fun one. Uh, Mavs Pacers. This was just, blah, Pacers, 133, Mavs, 111. Mavs had been rolling, and then they were not. Miles Turner, 33 points. I think it's his second career game. With 30 against the Mavs. And it's like his first 30-point game maybe this season. Well, again, maybe game against the Mavs the first one. Anyway, uh, Luca had 33-6-6, but just the rest of the Mavs couldn't hit the fucking side of a barn. Fell apart in the fourth quarter. Packer up, boys, you're done. Cleveland bounced back with a big win over the Wizards. Cleveland! 114-105. Jordan Poole had 31 off the bench. Still lost. (laughs) 109-92. The Hawks beat the Magic. I told you. There's something weird in Orlando. They gave up 38 points in the third quarter. They lose Johnny Isaac, who sort of just like stumbles off uh, with a weird wonky knee thing, and then they just couldn't fucking buy a bucket. They turned the ball over 18 times, which is double what Atlanta did. Now, if you have double the amount of turnovers as your opposition, I'm no math scientist, but that's bad. Just saying. Um Elsewhere, what else did we have? We had OKC held off Houston 123-110. Uh, pretty solid win, that one. They were pretty, like, killing them for a lot of it. Felt like they 
they were down to start off with, rested back control in the third quarter, and then just ran over the top, which is what the Thunder do. Chet was fucking fantastic in this one, 29-8-7. He was great. Talk about him again later. Uh, the Bulls beat the Pelicans. What? Zion had 19-8-11, but they got out-muscled. 114-106. It's crazy. The Bulls just continue to be wildly wonky. Oh, who went to the uh, No Bull tour with Big Lucian and Horace Grant and Pip? Sounds like it was pretty good. I had a mate's uh, album launch that I was booked into and also couldn't afford the other one. Guess <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyway, Nuggets 119-103 over the Warriors. Talk about statement wins again. The Nugs are just like, yes, he's better than you, yeah. 32, 16, and 16 for Joker, taking the piss. Clay had 23 points in the first half. Hey, Jim, how many are in the second? Zero. Spurs 109, Yaz 128. Wemby and the Spurs made a bit of a late run at this, and then the Jazz settled, and Lowry was smashing him in. Sex Man was doing all right, too. Uh, 26 and 7 for Lowry. It was a 22 and 10 and 5 blocks for Wemby. Not bloody bad. The Hornets upset the Blazers 93 80. Jeez. I don't know about this Blazers team. It was uh, pretty gross, this game. The Hornets just keep rolling. They're now 15 and 42. Love that. The great Barry Reith, he had 7 and 1. Matty T had 6 steals. And the Blazers hit 3 threes as a team. 3 of 32. Now again, I'm not a math magician. But 3 of 32... Seems astronomically shithouse. And it is. Because <laughs> that's 9.4%. Blah! Anthony Penny Simons, 0 of 8 from downtown, 4 of 21 from the field. Oh, Lord. I mean, this is horrible. There's no other this way to put it. This is horrible. There's no other way to put it. I told you. And uh, finally, the Kings beat the pants off the Clippers. No Paul George. No excuses. Darren Fox, 33, 6 and 7. 123-107. That is a big win for the uh, for the Kings because they needed that. Got it. Clippers, that's a, yeah, geez, I don't know, it's a bit of a worry. Sabonis had 17, 15, and 12 because he's a weapon. Uh, 21 for Norm, 25 and 8 for Harden, who doesn't feel like he's shooting enough, which is weird. You know? It's like we don't have Paul George. Eight, Jim, fast Jimmy Harden. Batman hoop, Ali Clan. Can you do a little bit more? He's like, nah, I'm good, bro. He was a minus 25 in 35 minutes against the Kings. Now, you'd think in a playoff matchup, you'd fancy the Clippers in that one, but Jesus Christ, they handled them. Anyway, let's do some winners and losers from all that, shall we? Oh, my God. I won! I won! Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, me Ken Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. That's right. Weekend winners. I mentioned the Bucks absolutely cruising. That was a uh, really good win against the uh, Wolves. They sort of did what they wanted. Uh, Minnesota were dominating them early, and then they ran over them in the second half. And uh, then today, when they took care of the uh, Sixers in just very, very... Uh, we're taking care of this fashion. It was like 24, 7, and 9 for Dame Lillard. He shot 8 of 15 and 4 of 8 from downtown. Malik Beasley chucked in six threes, but the 30, 12, and 9 as well for Giannis. Pretty good. Not bad. That's a good win. And it just really sort of solidifies their spot in 
like they were in danger definitely to like slipping out of the top three, the Bucks. But now with like Cleveland sort of having like a little bit of a wobble here and there uh, until they beat Washington today, the Bucks look as long as they stay top three, they're laughing. But that was a uh, nice win. Boston, obviously, eight on the trot. That is the longest win streak in the NBA. No shit, Sherlock. It's a lot of wins. But really, it's a lot of to you know a lot of it to do with the supercharged Zingerberger. Supercharged Zingerberger. When he plays, they look fucking unbeatable. Like it's crazy. Zinger is the key that unlocks everything Boston. And it's very obvious when you watch them, when he plays, you're like, oh, yeah, cool. Try guarding this in any which way and you're cooked. That's why Brown can sort of go off in the last couple of games like he has. Tatum sort of just cruising along. Tatum, I feel I did have a bit of a chance to go, boo, MVP, huh? Here's my hat. There's the ring. Let's fucking go. Uh, but still, they smashed the bogey team, the Knicks. And when you say bogey team, they've actually beaten them four times already this season. So it's not exactly as though the Knicks have that much sway over Boston anymore. They did. I don't know. Maybe it's because they traded away Evan Fournier and it's all over now. It's all over now. But they play five times this year because of the in-season tournament, which is pretty funny. But anyway, good job by the Celtics. They're eight games up on the Cavs now. Oh, seven and a half after uh, the Cavs turned around and won as well. That's a big gap. They're 45 and 12. That's ridiculous. 26 and 3 at home. Oh, geez, Jim, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, other weekend winners, big dudes. What do you mean, Jim? Oh, well, I mean, guys who were massive, obviously. Uh, Wemby went for the 27, 10, 8, 5, and 5 on Saturday. Chet had the 25 and 10 with two blocks. And Bol Bol was unstoppable. 25, 15, and a block. He was crushing it. That was a great, fun game. And then today, what a Bol Bol do. He backed it up with 11 and 4. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. Uh, but Wemby was obviously really good. And Chet then backed it up again today. So this is basically maybe it's a new generation of big men. Bol Bol, Chet, and Wemby. Because Chet had a massive game against Houston. He goes off 29-8-7 with three blocks. And you have the Wemby 22-10-5 blocks. This is just Bol Bol, Wemby, and Chet's world. And we're just living in it. Good stuff. Uh, Indy. That was a good win over Dallas. That was a good one. Because Dallas threw everything they had at him and then made a massive run late. Uh, Kyrie went on a personal scoring binge. Should have burned some more sage, though, because they still got their ass kicked in the end. And uh, But I'll talk about them in a second. But Indy, the way they sort of settled and went, no, 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 check this out. Here's a bunch of threes. Fuck you. And you're like, Phew, they make a good argument. Because <laughs> seriously, that was what happened. They only hit 14 of 36 overall. But it was like uh, Shepard. Uh, was it Ben Shepard? That's his name. Came in and just like fucking laced a bunch of threes. And you're like, oh. Shit, this game's over. Like they came out of a timeout with that 9-0 run from uh and like into the fourth quarter, maybe. It was either out of the timeout or somewhere around there. And uh Kyrie had hit a bunch of shots. Kyrie had the 29, but bang. They hit like four straight threes out of that timeout or the fourth quarter break and just yeah, it was all over right then. So pretty crazy stuff. Paces rolling again, 33 and 25, looking pretty, pretty, pretty good. And sort of cruising in that top six spot. They've just got to sort of hold off Miami and Orlando. What I would like to see Indy do is like rip off. They've won three on the trot though, right? If they can sort of keep on winning, I want to see them just sneak out past Philly. And then you'd be feeling pretty good, I reckon, if you're uh, an Indy fan. Because like being in that five spot to take on the four seed 
which could be basically, what, New York, whatever. I just want to be like, a, just have that playoff spot just salted away. I feel like that'd be pretty good. They've got a weird sort of stretch where they play the Raptors, the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Mavs, the Wolves, the Magic, the Thunder, the Bulls. And it's like, yeah, that's a pretty tough stretch, but Indy are pretty good. So not bad at the moment. Uh, Miami, same thing. That was a big win over the Pelicans, even with all the fights. How good's that heat culture? But they've won three on the trot now, and they're 31 and 25 and really knocking on that door. But that's it. Like the sixth seed in the East, just to lock away like an actual playoff spot will be so, so valuable. Even though if like you're a seven seed, as it all washes out, you'd be going, to be honest, don't mind playing Cleveland, but it's still pretty fucking dangerous. I'd rather have like a five or a six spot if I'm one of those two teams. Other winners, I'll tell you what, the Oklahoma City Thunder, because they've won five on the trot now and they keep kicking the shit out of teams. They're 14-17. So both they and the Wolves and obviously the Celtics, was it Phil Jackson's old 40 losses, uh, forty wins before 20 losses, you're in a contender. The Thunder are there now. That's crazy. The Nuggets, they're big winners. Oh, look, Thunder, they're just winners because SGA is playing out of his fucking brain. Chet looks awesome at the moment. Giddy was solid again today. They're good. They're really fucking good. Uh, the Denver Nuggets won three on the trot as well. They're sort of like going, yeah, look, we want to make sure we salt away at least the top three seed. We're only one win behind Minnesota and OKC. Uh, so they're right there in the mix. They need to be. But the way they handled the Warriors today was mwah, delish. Uh, other winners, I'll tell you what, the Kings, just as I was writing them off, which was the other day, they've won three on the trot again. Of course they have. They're 33-23 and 23 ahead of the Suns and the Pelicans uh, out of that sort of next four. And then the Mavs have dropped all the way down to eight because the Pels have got one more win than them. So love that for the Kings. It would be hilarious if like, so that's the 4-5 matchup today, right? The Clippers and the Kings. That's what the standings are right now. Kings looking good. Absolutely vibing. Love that stuff. Good on them. Right. What about losers? Should we do losers? Well, then press the button, Jim, and do losers. We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Losers. Shut up. Losers. Loser. Loser. Losers. Loser. All right. Losers. Dallas. As I keep saying... Just call them Alice because there's no fucking D. They were on a great run. And then the weight, like, oh, geez, Jim, you're a bit harsh after one lost, bro. Yeah, well, look, it was the way they lost it, right? They sort of just never felt in control. And you're like, yeah, you got to have these games every so often. But for me and everybody to take Dallas serious, right, this is the sort of game you're like, just fucking take care of it. Like, India, good. Don't get us wrong. They've got Siakam, Halliburton, a bunch of dudes who are going to hit a lot of shots. You play a modicum of defense and you should be okay. Nope. How about we just give up 133 of the paces? Like, yes, it's an explosive offense, but Jesus, Dallas. Talk about a disappointing one. Atlanta, that's obviously a big weekend loser because they lost Trey. They're in the 10 spot. It is... Like, the way they won today... Over Orlando was just kind of weird. And you're like, maybe they have the, uh, what is it, the old Ewing theory of just DeJunte out there crushing it by himself without Trey, and that's a better spot. 
going to make for some uncomfortable and comfortable positions then, I guess, as they, as they head into the off-season, if that's what happens, and they actually, you know, keep their heads above water. Uh, the Raptors have one, two on the trot. They're 21 and 36, but I'm pretty sure the Raptors don't want to make the playoffs, you know? So that's a weird one. Anyway. Losers, Charlotte, but Jim, they keep winning. Yes, that's bad, remember? Because you're trying to tank. And now they've sort of hit this magical number of 15 wins. And because they beat the Blazers today, those two teams are on 15 wins, which pushes one of them out of the bottom four. That one, I believe, is actually still Portland at 268. Yeah, the 268 winning percentage. So... Your worst teams are Detroit, Washington, San Antonio, and then Charlotte still. Stop winning, Charlotte. I know that Trey Mann is unstoppable and Grant Williams has turned into, I don't know, peak fucking Michael Jordan crossed with Horace Grant, crossed with your annoying cousin. But still, what are we doing? Stop winning. The Nets, they're just weekend losers because they're shit. They've lost their last three games by an average of 31 points. Again, I'm asking, can you fire an interim coach? You can, right? Let's go, look, Phil, this isn't working. <laughs> Kevin Ollie's like, my name's not Phil. It's like, shut up, Phil. Get out of here. He's like, okay. I'll go back to Yukon. Uh, but they've lost four on the trot. They look fucking horrible. Yep. Uh, the Wiz, just try watching a Wizards game. It's like, what's Jordan Poole doing? Oh, now he's like fucking flaming hot. It's like, this team just stinks. Uh, Pelicans, they're weekend losers. That's two losses in the row. Got outmuscled by the Bulls today, and that was the worrisome part of it. I was watching a bunch of them, you're like, oh. Pelicans don't look very imposing without spindles out there. Ugh. Yeah. Jeez. I know. The Pelicans, it sort of seems like every anytime they get on a bit of a run and they look dangerous, the other shoe drops and one of them gets injured. Uh, the Spurs. Wemby. Oh, but geez, Jim, he's like putting up incredible numbers. He is. He's also already started the sad sort of uh, Albert Camus. Just real... Dower French, I don't know, existential crisis kind of dudes, right? He's like, oh, yes, I may have had back-to-back games where I've gone with five steals and five blocks. The first since MJ. But he had probably his in wins, no? <laughs> and they're like, yes. And he's like, fuck this shit. Huh? I was told this would be the best place for me. But this old man, he just keeps drinking his wine. <laughs> All he wants to do is go out for dinner. I want to play the basketball. Huh? Poor Wemby. So Wemby, watch already. Two-thirds of the way through his uh, rookie career. He's like, ah, oh, fuck. Be good if we won some of these games. You're like, ah. The Clippers! Uh, didn't have Paul George, got smoked by the Kings. That came after getting smoked by OKC. That came after getting smoked by Minnesota and smoked by the Pelicans. They've lost four of their last six. It does feel very much like a, ah, we're fine, aren't we? If Paul doesn't play, it does feel like a bunch of these all-stars have kind of gone, yeah, can I take a bit of my holidays now? Just under the table. Which is fine. Do it. But the Clippers losing to some of these other West contenders, like, I don't know, the two teams on top of the West and another one that's like vying with them right now, Worrisome, like to get smashed by the Kings after getting smashed by OKC, after getting smashed by Minnesota, after getting smashed by the Pelicans. You're like, okay, 
there's going to be a point where you just go, this sort of sucks. That's the first time they've lost back-to-back games, though, since, like, December. So, still, the Clippers, just keep an eye on that one. They should be all right, but geez. And then the Lakers. Oh, geez. What have the Lakers done this time? The Lakers! Have a sook. Uh, Lakers at 31 and 28. They're now back up a half game over the Warriors out of the 10 spot. Oh, but <laughs> they didn't call the fouls equally in this game, and it made me sad, and that's why we lost to Phoenix. Shut up, nerds. The Lakers average, like what? It's 24.3 attempts per game, I think. The sixth highest in the NBA. They took eight today against the Suns, right? Their free throw attempts is the fifth highest in the entire NBA, but their free throw differential is plus 355 in games. If there's a team that should not be fucking complaining about the refs and foul calls, it's the fucking Lakers. Shush. Have a fucking sook. My God. I I, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I, I, I just don't know. Have a fucking sook. All right, let's do a uh, NBA Australia Proof Performance of the Weekend. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Uh, the big Frenchman, he just stabbed you with a knife. Is this a knife? No, this is a knife. It is a five by five. Mm. Uh, 27-10-8, five steals, five blocks. 15th, five by five in NBA history. Wimnyama goes bang. Not bloody bad. Is the youngest to ever do it? I love that Andre Kirilenko is on that list. I loved watching Kirilenko. AK-47, he was gnarly. Uh, he did it in the fewest minutes ever, 31. The other one was uh, Marcus Camby. Love that he had one too. But either way, that's awesome. Wemby, you legend. Uh, SGA had a good weekend. Just saying, good weekend for his MVP case as well. Because uh, what do you have? 36-5-7 by shooting 13-23. and 23. Yeah, he's not bad. Not bad. 36-5-7 and seven with three steals. That is just... 36-5-7, and seven, rather. God damn. And then the other day, was it back on Saturday, he had the 37-9. and nine. That is bloody good. Giannis gets an honorable mention as well. He has had a couple of pretty bloody good games. 33-13-5, over the weekend against Minnesota and Philly. Bloody good, bro. Bloody good. I'll tell you that much. And, uh, yeah, there's another bloke named Nikola Jokic. He's got three straight triple doubles. Uh, 32, 16, and 16 against the Warriors is just silly. What are we doing here? Uh, So there you go. Wemby, Joker, SGA, and Giannis. Hey, Jim, what links all of them? None of them are American. Spud, 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 uh, one of eight for James Harden back on Saturday. Brutal. O of six for Spencer Dinwiddie for the Lakers. And O of five for Royce O'Neal for the Suns back on Saturday too. Brutal gift. It's like the net stinkers just getting everywhere. Uh, elsewhere, one of six for PJ Hamilton Washington. Trey Murphy went two of 12. He's going to pop up again in a second. Three of 14 for Jared Ivey. 
Uh, Devin Vassell went 3 of 15 on Saturday. And, uh, yeah, not great. But then you had a couple of classic ones today, uh, as mentioned. Well, you had a 1 of 6 as well for uh, Jaden Smith. Jaden? Jalen. It's always Jaden. I always call him Jaden. Uh, <laughs> you just like your Smiths, Jib. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, we had a couple of Barry Crocker shockers. Obviously, the clay, 23 in the first half, and then zeros the rest of the way. It was pretty funny. You also had the Anthony Penny Simons game, though, which was just, as I mentioned, 0 of 8 from 3 and 4 of 21 overall. Jesus. Yeesh. They actually had three dudes who hit zero shots on a total of eight attempts. So Tamani Kamara goes for 0 of 4. Aussie Matty T goes 0 of 3. And Minyaya goes 0 of 1 in three minutes. Brutal. Pretty funny, though. Anyway, the best part is we're back up. That's right. Where are we? What happened? I would like to thank Alec Burks. Bogdan Bogdanovich from three. Steph Curry from three. And then today, Michael Porter Jr., Trey Murphy, and Tobias Harris all shooting. That's right. Play a record. Well, play something from your record collection. They all went and shot. 311. Love it. Who's Old Mate No Mates, though? Old Mate No Mates. Old Mate No Mates. Old Mate No Mates. Whoa. Old Mate No Mates. 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 That drop is so good we had to play it twice. That was weird. Anyway. Oh, mate, no, mates. The Lakers not being able to get a call is always going to be fucking hilarious to me. Uh, oh, geez, we didn't get I just want them to ref it equally. Okay. How many games do you reckon that would cost you, Lakers fans? Just saying. Just saying. It's a bit weird. A bit weird. Uh, pantsing of the night. Fatty, fat, 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 fatty, fatty, fat, fat. Uh, Dallas got pants by Indy pretty hardcore. It was pretty brutal. Uh, but the best one was like Taylor Hendricks getting called for three fouls on Wemby on consecutive possessions to foul out. That was pretty bad. But there was also Wemby just toying with like all of Utah at one point. It's like, all right, cool. You're going to try to dribble around me. Yeah, cool. We've fumbled the ball away. Uh, I'm going to block it. <laughs> it was just such an emasculating moment. Absolute pantsing. And it was fucking high. Hilarious. Old mate, no mates as well, just to bring it back. It's obviously Doc Rivers getting booed in Philly is fucking just great. It's like the Bucks, you know what's going to happen. You know you're going to end up hating him as well. Just saying. Who was better than Lonzo Ball? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you will get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, it's a bloke that we don't usually bring up on the old uh, better than Lonzo Ball, but Michael Porter Jr. had himself a game the other day on the weekend. He had 34 points. Went 5 or 10 from downtown, 12 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, and a block. That's really bloody good. It's the sort of game where you're like, can we just see more of that Michael Porter Jr.? Just asking, bro. Just asking. But of course, Bowl Bowl. Way better than Lonzo Ball because he had 25 points. He shot 11 of 17 from the floor, 2 of 3 from downtown. He also had 14 rebounds, 1 steal, and 1 block. Bowl Bowl. Better than Lonzo Ball. 
And what about a do we I think we don't actually have a magic tweet of the day, but it's more of a magic uh appearance on the socials because it was pretty special. Just check it out. It's not anything that I can read. It's more just he's on Instagram hanging out with uh, the Broncos and Adam Reynolds giving him a jersey and Magic going, who's this delightful, weird, small Australian man? <laughs> it's basically, you can see it on his face. He's like, I don't know what's happened. What, what game is this again? Rugby. Okay. Rugby league. Sure. But either way, the Broncos presenting Irvin Magic Johnson with a Broncos jersey is just one of those leaps where you're like, sure. <laughs> God bless him and good on you, Magic. All right, Dickhead of the Weekend. Dickhead of the Week. Ah, it's just Naji putting hands on throats. Just fucking bit, bit on the nose, isn't it? Bit on the nose. Talk about that again in a second. All right, let's do some Yanars right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Miss McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do it. NBA Australia. Yeah, nah, it's brought to you by NBA Australia Merch. That's right. Get your merch. People. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. You can do that at nbaaustralia.com slash merch. Shop. No. nbaaustralia.com slash shop. Or just click through on the socials where all the very pretty pictures are. Very fun. Uh, but we've got to send a couple of Yenars. Actually, Anthony sent through just a message about that magic tweet, just of a laughing emoji. <laughs> so, that's good. I'm glad that Anthony was having a look at that one. Uh, what's that request? Oh, good. No, I'm more okay. We had Hazapoo, I think it was. I just had that up. Where did it go? Hazapoo, there we go. Sent in a good one. And uh, yeah, I might have to issue a Mia Culpa here. Hey, Jim, been on holidays, cough, tins, cough. <laughs> so got a, quite a few pods to catch up on. Been watching more of Wemby recently, and the fact if my beloved Spurs could shoot a bit better, he would have had back-to-back 5 by 5s Are you still rolling with Chet for Rookie of the Year? It's okay to admit you were wrong, mate. The Lakers look stoked to have him go to the bench after five minutes in the first quarter today, where I believe he already had 11. Well, so points. As a Spurs fan, I fucking hope it's just one shit season because watching the tank continue for a four, mu- four more rebuilding year for a few more rebuilding years is going to be really painful now that Wemby's coming online to a proper NBA coming online to a proper NBA player more and more. Yeah, nah. I reckon we've hit the point. Like Chet is putting up really, really good performances as well. And it breaks my heart because I do have a bit of money on Chet, but like the way that Wemby has just completely fucking dominated in like 28 minutes per game is just silly. And it would be fucking stupid almost at this point uh, unless they sort of shut him down to think that he won't win rookie of the year. So, yeah, I had been hanging on probably for like 
the five by five might have been the one where you go, yeah, I reckon this one might be done. But it's like even in a game like today where they play the Yaz, he has a bit of a slow start. He ends up with nine of seventeen shooting. He has twenty two points, ten rebounds, two assists, one steal, and five blocks. And you're like, yeah, he did everything as well. Like they're still such a bad team, but it might not matter when he's averaging a twenty and ten, and like going to lead the league in blocks. <laughs> And playing 28 minutes a game. It's just fucking stupid. So, yeah. yeah. The Mia Culpa is there. I think it's now Wemby's to lose, right? Chet could be on a one seed in the West. But what would he have to do statistically to overtake Wemby at this point, right? Like, that's the big question for me. Chet has been really, really, really good. And as mentioned, right, like today against Houston, he ate up uh, Jokic from Wish, Shingun, turned him inside. He had the 29-8-7 and seven with three blocks. And it's just one of those things where you go, yeah, even if you just put them side by side, their team is much better. He's much more integral to a better team. But what Wimby is doing is fucking stupid. <laughs> so, like, this month, so for February, Chet is at 17.8 points a game, 8 rebounds, and 2.9 blocks, along with 2 assists and 1.1 steals, shooting 58.4%. It's not bad. And then you look at Wemby, and you're like, oh, fucking hell, man. <laughs> so I don't think anyone is going to be sort of really bending over backwards to make sure that Chet wins this over Wemby at this point, because... Uh, for February, Wemby is averaging 20.9 points a game, 10.2 rebounds, 4.4 assists, 3.7 blocks. He's only shooting, shooting 46.9%, but that's because he's taking five threes a game as well. And shooting 39% from three. So, yeah, it is Wemby's to lose. You're right, Hazapé. Elsewhere, some other big picture stuff. After what we saw today of Denver taking care of the Warriors, is anyone beating Denver in the West? Yeah, nah. They've been my pick from the get-go, so I'm going to still say nah. But, I mean, like the Clippers have these moments where they look super fucking dangerous, and I still don't know if they could beat Denver in a Western Conference Finals. You know? Same thing goes. We saw Boston take care of the Knicks. Uh, is anyone beating Boston in the East? Yeah, nah. Not if Zing is healthy. It doesn't feel like it. Like They just look so fucking complete. Derek White looks incredible. You've got Tatum and Brown filling in everything. You've got Zinger just roaming around, knocking in threes, getting into the post, causing all sorts of havoc. And then you've got Drew Holiday as well. You're like, God damn it. This team is too loaded. But I still think they can be out-toughed, right? They've got so much talent. This is why the Knicks losing the way they did today brought me to this point of like going, Really? Well, the Knicks are just so banged up. No OG, no Randall. And you're just like, oh, are they going to come back and change it all in like the next three, four weeks? It gets a bit iffy, but I don't know. I'm less bullish on the Celtics like running roughshod over everybody because the East at least still has like, you know, Giannis and Dame, but still got a Knicks team that could have, like it's got a lot of depth still, right? You've got Bojan. You got Burks coming off the bench as well. You got Precious moving back to the bench if Randall gets healthy in time. You've got Hartenstein filling in for the other Mitch Robinson. It's really about OG coming back and being healthy and whether the Knicks can sort of really put it together. I'm still not afraid of Cleveland if I'm Boston, but yeah. Unpopular opinion of the day. Once I press the button. Now look at me, please. 
Naji should have been suspended more than Butler, right? Like, he escalated that shit. I'm not usually one for going, oh, you should definitely suspend people for these fucking touchy-feely fights that we have in the NBA. Oh, don't touch me. They all sort of, you know, start a slap fight. It's not even a slap fight. It's just a lot of pushing and shit. Go, fuck, I can inside, you good. But Naji actually got him around the throat and, like, butts was shot. He's like, what the fuck is this idiot doing? I'm going to tear his face off. Um, but Naji should have copped more than butts. Just saying. Just saying. All right. What about Outback Takeout? It's Monday at Outback. You know what that means? Oh, yeah. On the walk back from school to Savo, me and Squid Number One came across a Deg Maggie. Chucked it in his backpack. Boom. On the grill. It's a flame grilled magpie wings. Goes great with a ranch or blue cheese sauce. Bit of a dipper. Off you go. Magpie wings only. At Outback. And today's Flame Girl take is... Even if Jim seems a bit down on the Clippers, they're the one team that could feasibly go all the way and knock off a Nuggets team in the West. And you know how? Russell bloody Westbrook. Only at Outback. Seriously. Rusty has been so bad of late that you're like, is he purposefully sort of tanking some of these games seriously go and watch some of the Clippers stuff you're like hmm Russell now you used to be good at basketball now you're getting fucking smasherated by the Kings and I do not like it I mean they didn't have Paul George today but Rusty went 3 of 10 in 18 minutes 0 of 2 from downtown he was a plus 10 though so you have these moments of like good stuff good stuff bad Russ bad quit it bad 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 good Russ good bad Russ good bad Outback Takeouts is, if Rusty just doesn't suck for a series, they could be on here. It's good to see PJ Tucker got five minutes of cardio today as well. Played for five minutes, took one shot, missed it, and had zero other stats. (laughs) Living the dream. All right, Australian Player Watch right after. Let's say this one from Delhi. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do it. Patty Thrills, Patty Mills didn't get out there today against Jingles, which is a goddamn slap in the face. The last time he played was actually back at the start of February before All-Star break against Boston. He had, a, he had an illness and stuff before that, but either way. Uh, no Box Hill Benny as well. He had a sore left leg. They were calling it left legs, left knee soreness, left leg soreness. Uh he played against Minnesota and then sort of left, right? So he played four minutes, eight rebounds, one assist, one block, three steals, but then left and you're like, eh, that's uh, not great. And then they got their ass kicked. So bit of a weird one. So hopefully it's just a bit of a knock because the last thing you need if you're Simo is like anything else. So he's played 14 games this season and he's going to still trouble the team. But yeah, so keep an eye on Box Hill. Benny, Jingling Joe Ingles in that game against Paddy Thrills, Paddy Mills. Uh, Three points, three assists, two rebounds, and one steal. He went one or two from the floor. They were both threes, so good on him. Uh, he went 0-4 against Detroit the day before, though, in that very close win. 0-3 from the floor, 0-1 from downtown, but he had two assists and one rebound. You know bad, not bad. We also have, what, Thunder and uh, Houston today, so that means Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landau up against the Weepix kid, Josh Giddy Giddy. 
Giddy. Giddy's team obviously won. Quite handily. <laughs> Giddy had two points. He went one of five from the floor. But he had nine rebounds, five assists, a block, and three steals. Not bad, bro. And then against Washington back on Saturday, he had 12 points, seven rebounds, three assists, two blocks, and a steal shot. Five of eight from the floor and one or two from downtown. Don't mind it. What about the Rooster? He actually got out there in that game against the Thunder. He had one minute and uh, didn't bother the scorers. One minute, zero, zero, zero. He got the one trillion. Good job by Jock Landau. And uh, played up against the uh, Pels back on, what was that, Friday. He had the two, three, and three. Good on you, Jock. Not bad. Uh, we had the Blazers guys out there too as well. The Great Barrier Reef and Aussie Matty T. Aussie Matty T played 31 minutes today. He had the six steals, two blocks, four rebounds, and went 0 of 3 from the floor, including 0 of 2 from downtown. So he had zero points, six steals, and two blocks. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Uh, and then against Denver, he played 20 minutes. He went 1 of 5 from the floor. He is currently gone in his last four games. A uh, brutal 1 for 17 from the floor. As Aussie Matty T. He's gone 0 of 5, 0 of 4, 1 of 5, 0 of 3. Yeesh! But in that time, he also has 12 steals. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty good. So bad. I'll tell you. Not bad. Uh, yeah, so he had three points in that game. One shot that he hit. There was one of two threes that he took. He had two assists, two rebounds, and four steals in that game against Denver. So he's just stealing a lot of the ball. He's just not shooting it very well. Uh... The Great Barrier Reef as well. As I mentioned, he had the 7.1 rebound, one block outing against the Charlotte Hornets today. 3 of 5 from the floor, 1 of 3 from downtown. He had 8 and 6 with 1 assist and 2 blocks and a steal against Denver. Shot 3 of 10 in 13 minutes. Jeez. Shooting it like fucking Stephen Marbury. 0 of 3 from downtown too for our man Duop. And uh, finally, the guys from the Merv Rooks, because obviously the... Uh, Dustbuster, Dyson Daniels still out for the Pelicans, which is a goddamn shame. But Josh Green, a.k.a. Josh Scott Green, uh, against the Pacers, it was like just... He had some great moments. He had a couple of nice threes. He went six away from the floor, two or three from downtown. He had 14 points, five rebounds, one assist, two steals. Uh, it was just the rest of the fucking team. <laughs> uh, and obviously, Dante has been cleared for practice, so that's good. So he'll be back soon. All right, let's do an Andrew Gaze Grey Mumber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. It's the first Andrew Gaze Grey Mumber Award. All right, clap it up. Because Nikola Jokic just had his 123rd career regular season triple-double. That's the fourth most in NBA history. He's 15 behind Magic. That is just a good friend of Adam Reynolds, Magic Johnson. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Um, it's ridiculous. He His last three games, he's had 21, 19, and 15, 29, 15, and 14, and 32, 16, and 16. Fuck you. And I think he also passed LeBron in total triple-doubles across regular season and playoffs. Like, fuck it. Jesus. Anyway, um, you've also got Victor Wembanyama. So the 5x5, five five, it's absolute chaos. Like He joined Jamal Tinsley as the only r- rookie to ever have a 5x5. Five five. I love that it's Jamal Tinsley. Um, the 5 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 5 steals, 5 blocks. The 5x5. Five five. 
became the second player to have five blocks and five steals in consecutive games since MJ did it. Uh, but Wemby having the 27, 10, and 8 with five steals and five blocks became the 15th player in NBA history to five by five and the first since nine, uh, 2019 when it was Yusuf Nurkic. Not bloody bad. As I mentioned earlier, though, 31 minutes. That's the fewest to ever post a 5x5. Five five, and at age 20, the youngest player to ever have it. And he's the second player ever to ever have a line of 25 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 5 blocks, and 5 steals. Joining Hakeem, who did it four times. So, obviously, you might remember they didn't take steals and blocks into account in the olden days because what the fuck were they on back then? No one knows. I think it was like tinned ham and cocaine. Uh, Wemby, fastest player to reach 1,000 points, 500 rebounds, and 150 blocks in their career. And the first player in NBA history to have a 5x5 five five over a two-game span. Not bloody bad, bro. Not bloody bad. All right, Patty Mills Game Day Baller Game Day Twitter check-in. Let's do it. Patty's been very uh, up and about over the tweet. Well, not so much the tweet machine, but the IGs. Got one of... Uh, his fits drip or drown for whoever needs it. That's right. And just all of his fits going into these games. God, he's a fashionable man. That looks awesome. Go check that one out. Not bloody bad. All right, let's do some picks and previews for tomorrow then. I reckon we should do that. Awesome weird slate tomorrow. I will tell you. So, we have Toronto at Indy, which is just like what they always sort of... It feels like these teams have already played like 87 times this season. But... The Raptors are six and a half point underdogs going into Indy, and it feels like that's probably a little bit too much. Indy on a back-to-back, having just played uh, Dallas, going against a Toronto team that's just won two on the trot. I actually don't mind Toronto. You know, they played back in, what was it, about a week, two weeks ago, just before the All-Star break. The Pacers just beat them 127-125. It's the Siakam Bowl. The last time they before that they played, it was 132-131. The time before that, it was 114-118. So if I'm getting six and a half for Toronto, I think I might take it. Yeah. Let's go Raptors plus six and a half. Detroit Basketball Pistons taking on the New York Knickerbockers of New York City in New York. The Pistons are 11 and a half point underdogs in MSG. I'll tell you what, some of these games. When I said a slate, it's interesting. I mean, brutal. Uh, Pistons, Knicks. Pistons will make them work. Knicks coming off a Boston game, though. They'll be looking to reassert themselves. 11.5 is pretty big, but they are at home. The Knicks should probably win that one and win it pretty easily. The Pistons are a little bit feisty, but they also have a really shit coach. So give me the Knicks minus 11.5. Brooklyn! Go to Memphis. This is a got to be a line in the sand game for a Nets team that's barely trying and a Memphis team that only tries. That's all they can do. They are very bad otherwise, but they do try. I'll take the Nets. This might be the last time this season we take the Nets, minus one and a half, because they are a fucking horror show, but they should beat this depleted Grizzlies team. Should is a word that you usually use for the Brooklyn Nets, and then they disappoint you, but let's go Brooklyn minus one and a half. And then we've got the Heat taking on Sacramento. The Kings on a back-to-back. The Heat coming off the Pelicans loss, they'll have uh, the Pelicans win, rather. I'm going to go the Heat plus seven and a half just because they play fucking hard every time. And the Kings look awesome winning against the Clippers, but it feels very Kingsy, Kangs, to then come out and uh, play a really tight game against a fucking scrappy Heat team. 
And there you go. That's only four games tomorrow, so that'll be fun. Uh, we'll, we'll do a really quick show tomorrow because I've got a chocker's day. So uh, doing lots of work. That's what happens. Anyway, so we'll be back tomorrow, though, of course. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face the IG. We're all over that all the time. Uh, get around NFL Australia. Get around the Super Bowl rap show that Gaz and I did. But more importantly, go follow the social page for AFL Today Show. Uh, that's me. And a rotating cast of AFL Nuffies, Lunatics, Journos and Co. Hanging out. And we'll have heaps of stuff for you later this week. There's also the Cricket Today Show, the Cricket Today Podcast, and the Football Today Podcast. That's right. Cricket and soccer all covered too. Uh, check us a rating and review for all of those shows across Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever you go. Check this out on YouTube as well. If you haven't subscribed to YouTube, fucking stop taking the piss. You can see me doing this right now. It's crazy. You love it. Anyway, uh, get around to NBAstraya.com slash shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Just make sure you rate and review it all though, would you? Rate, review, go, Jim, thanks, buddy. I know you fucking haven't bought a hoodie yet, but I love you, buddy. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, big thanks always go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. They rule, and so do House Hats. Joshua Delorentis, Fascinated Goldmines, Ramshack Alami, who were fantastic on Saturday night as well, by the way. Iowa, Sex Today, Green, 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 and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear throughout that show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Face, the Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands. All right, we'll close out with a deli review, a very quick one, and then we will catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And later, who's at now? Fuck age, it's your old mate Deli over here just swinging by from the latest pop culture review and shit, eh? And I gotta tell you, it's been a pretty fucking chaos, pretty chill kind of week. You know, we went to see Taylor Swift and whatnot, and it's like, fucking amen. It's all the wine mums in the world just come and swinging by, and you're like, oh, yeah, but Miss O, she's like, oh, fucking love Taylor Swift, so she went. And I gotta tell you, me and the boys... We sorted some tickets for United and gear, and it's like, fucking, you know, we've assaulted away like a playoff spot and shit, so it's like, fuck yeah. Went saw the fam up in Maribor, came back, watched Swift, and you're like, fucking yes, mate. Now, how do I hook into Delta Goodrum? Don't tell the missile I said that, but fucking hey. Because that show was sick as. I know I usually do, like, movie or telly shows and shit on this one, but fucking, I'll review that. It was like 400 million out of 10 Delhi ones. She's fan-fucking-tastic, mate. If I could dance like her, I'd make a billion dollars too. Why, oh, she's fucking nuts, bro. I don't know if I'd hook up with any footy players, but yeah. Anyway, uh, it was fantastic. Fucking shake it off. Shake it off. And all the fucking girlies just fucking losing their minds and shit. Yeah, man. So, would recommend, and I hope you went and saw who's up in Sydney's as well this week, because, uh, yeah, fucking nuts. Eh? So, go check it out. How good is Taylor Swift? Turns out, not bloody bad. All right, check it out. I might go watch that fucking doco on her now as well. Whatever that's on, probably Netflix's or some shit, eh? So, all right, till next week. Let the fuck go. Zelly out. <laughs> <laughs>